Are you aligned to the right work? Are you focused on the right projects? Do you have access to the PL, the level of executive exposure, and the skill sets you need to develop to make the impact you desire next? I'm JJ DeGeronimo, and I select each episode with you in mind, a working woman that wants to have more influence and impact than they have today. With insight and research, you can gain momentum, knowledge, and even tools to help you leap in the direction you desire. With each episode, you can visit the show notes where I include additional links, worksheets, and questions for podcast clubs. Let's get started. As we start out the year, I think it's a great time to talk about how you decide which projects make sense for you based on where you want to have impact in the future. So take a minute, think about it. Have you ever thought about how you align your time and what projects you are aligned to right now and how those projects may impact what you may do next? Or even take it a step further, are you aligned to the right work? If you're thinking, what do you mean, JJ? I have a job, they give me projects. I think that's enough. Well, it may be, but if you have aspirations to make a larger impact in the future, you often have to think about what you align your time to right now. So there may be some investigations you need to do about the work you're saying yes to. Now, I'm not suggesting that you should start declining work or telling your boss, hey, you know what? I'm not gonna do that project right now. But I do suggest you spend time to better understand how the projects that are distributed to you are preparing you for where you wanna have impact next. And if you are a leader or a boss or you manage a team, this is a good episode to really think about how do you distribute your projects? Are you giving strategic projects to people to stretch their skill set or give them new levels of exposure or access to different groups or projects or initiatives? So whether you're an individual contributor or a manager or a leader or an executive, this project chart that I'll be sharing at the end of the episode could be very strategic on how you distribute and align to projects this year. Now, early on in your career, you often cannot be picky about the work you're assigned because you're working to build a track record of results, which often drives future career opportunities. As you move along into your 30s, 40s, and 50s, you can often be a little bit more specific about the work you align to, and you can definitely be more strategic about how you align to specific work and get out of other work. I find when I share the Power of No chart that I talked about in episode two, many women take on projects regularly without inquiring about specifics, such as the expected results, the impact, the budget, or other key criteria. And if you're a person that delivers great results, you're often asked to take on many, many projects. So this episode is really about diving into what projects have you said yes to? Do they align to where you want to have impact next? And are they giving you additional skills or access, insight, or experience that you haven't had previously? Because what I found in my work is that you have to be strategic about where you spend your time. And that often comes down to the projects you align yourself to or that are given to you. With this, I'm going to share a chart with you that I've shared with hundreds of executives to understand how they distribute projects and what projects are helping to build specific areas of expertise. This project alignment chart may also help you not only understand what projects you're already aligned to, but where your gaps are and what projects you may have to take on in the future to set your trajectory for where you want to have impact next. Now, some of you may be thinking, I'm really 
not worried about this. I get great projects, I deliver results, and I move on with my life. I'm with you. But when I was researching for my second book, Accelerate Your Impact, Action-Based Strategies to Pave Your Professional Path, I was alarmed to find some of the research in the Harvard Business Review. A particular article titled Women in the Workplace, a Research Roundup, shed some really significant data that I could not overlook. It was data that highlighted that essentially men get better projects than women. On average, the men's projects budget was twice as big and three times as many staffers as women. And only 22% of women were given budget of more than $10 million. Now you may be thinking, well, I don't even want to play with that much money or that's not even of interest to me. I think what should be important to you is really understanding what type of projects are assigned to me. What type of access do I get? Do I get P&L experience? Do I have headcount? Because even in my research and visiting all of these women's groups and many corporations around diversity and inclusion, it's very obvious that men manage more teams, they have more P&L, and they have a lot more staff. So for many of you that are looking to take your career to the next level, it's really important that you keep track of the projects you're assigned to with very specific metrics. I'm not only sharing this with you because I think it's important, but it has worked for me in my career too, and many other women, many of which that are in STEM-based careers. In fact, I did a really big project for one of the largest companies in the world, specifically in their engineering department. And one of the women shared with me that even though she and many of her colleagues were in the engineering department, many of the women were responsible for the paperwork, the processing, ordering parts, and talking to vendors. Few of them actually had hands-on work developing product. So regardless of what your goals are, it's really good to keep track of what pieces and parts of the projects you're responsible for, and is it giving you the right access and exposure that you need to achieve your professional goals? Eight questions I ask before taking on a new project are, one, what are the expected results of this project? Two, what is the timeline? Three, who is already involved in this project? Four, what are the interdependencies of this work within the organization. Four, what is the budget? Five, what known obstacles exist in getting this project done? Seven, why is this project important to the company? And eight, what if this project does not get done within an expected timeline or budget? Now, of course, there are many more questions you can ask based on your knowledge of the company, previous projects, dependencies, but this will at least get you thinking about what to investigate before you jump in and say yes. And if anything, it'll just slow you down a little bit before you just jump in and say, sure, I'll do that project too. I think for many of us, there's so many things happening in organizations that we always think we have to run at mock speed and take on every project that comes our way to prove our worth. And I think for many of us, slowing down and asking a few questions really helps with our professional brand, making sure that we're setting ourselves up for success and identify any potential obstacles out of the gate. In addition to these eight questions that will be in the show notes, I will also include the chart I will discuss next as a download so that you can work with it individually or use it as you manage projects on your team or even share it with women's groups and executives because many of them are trying to figure out how to cultivate talent, how to align projects as a key tool to invest in diversity and inclusion, and to be sure that they're giving more people more opportunities. So as you're thinking about the projects you work on each day, week, quarter, it's 
obviously beneficial not to have top one priority projects all at once. In fact, it could be difficult to deliver your best results if all your projects were high priority, high visibility. I find that the most effective mix is when you have a variety of projects with different milestone dates, different levels of exposure, and different flows. So striving for a flow in deliverables and visibility is key. With this, I leverage the following chart to help me understand the differences in my projects based on specific characteristics. This chart, which originally started on my whiteboard, allows me to see the majority of project assets, attributes, and alignment. And it gives me some ways to understand key milestones, exposure, and impact. With this, it may also help you gain additional insight as it relates to your current projects and where you're focusing most of your time. So as you probably already expected, I created this in Excel as I have most of my other charts. This particular chart has three columns. The first column is filled with things that you should document based on the project you're working on. And then the second and third column are different projects. So project A, project B, project C, project D. You can have as many columns as you need based on the number of projects you're working on. As you go row by row, I'm going to outline the characteristics that I keep track of, and then give you some suggestions of things that you can keep track of in addition to what's already there. You, of course, can customize this based on your team and company, and you can even use it as a diversity and inclusion tool. With that, the first row that I would like you to consider based on each project you're working on is, does this project align to my current or future goals? That could be a yes or no, or it could have very specific details on how it does or does not. So the first row is, does this project align to my current or future goals? The next row is what is the impact to my company? How does it impact the revenue, the operations, or the brand? The third row, what is the benefit to my customers in project A, project B, project C? Now you may have direct benefit or it might be indirect, but knowing what that is, is really critical because you can often get more funding and more resources to help, depending on how impactful it is to the customer. The next row is executive visibility. What level of executive visibility do I get in exchange for working on this project? What visibility can I create? And what executive visibility is available based on this project I'm working on right now? And again, it can vary by project. The next row is profit and loss. How much responsibility do you have with the PL for that particular project? Could be project A, project B, project C. And this is a very specific question you need to ask yourself because many promotions, board seats, and other strategic positions are based on your PL experience. So having some level of PL experience is critical, even if it's on a few of your projects. The next row professional growth opportunity. As many of you often hear me talk about, you want to have some stretch opportunities. You don't want to be 100% prepared all the time because you really lose out on your opportunity to build your self-efficacy. And with that, you need to have projects that you're not 100% prepared for. So you have the ability to stretch, pull projects across the finish line and build your self-efficacy. So by project, how much professional growth do you have per project? The next row is professional fulfillment. How much do you enjoy the project? Is it something you enjoy doing or is it something you prefer not to do? And then the last row is timeline. When are the key dates for this particular project? 
Now, again, this is an Excel spreadsheet. You should have multiple projects you're working on. And then within each project, you answer these questions. I created this chart because I found that some projects were very specific and others were quite broad. And they gave me different levels of skills, exposure, and experience. So really understanding what are the projects you're saying yes to, and then how are those details of the projects helping you create momentum for where you want to have an impact next. Some of the other rows that organizations have added is project effectiveness, unexpected outcomes, level of impact. To assess how previous projects have served you, I have found that sometimes my expectations when starting a project are not always aligned with the outcomes. So be sure that even when a project is finished, you reflect back on the projects so that you have great data, not only for 360 reviews, but also your bio. This reflective process I have found has been so instrumental in understanding not only my desired outcomes, but the potential obstacles per project. So really keeping track of what projects you're working on, creating the data in the chart, and then going back and updating them can be an instrumental tool for you. Now, if you're thinking, JJ, that's a lot, believe me, I need to see it too. So if you want to download a copy of the full project allocation chart, pop over to jjdgeronimo.com forward slash 26. There you can download the chart and you can use it as a tool in your groups. If you're a manager, if you're a leader, many organizations have used the chart to identify if their key talent are getting the right projects, if they have enough exposure for diversity and inclusion, if they are assigning projects to people to gain more self-efficacy, and if they are spreading people too thin. So there are a lot of different ways you can use this chart. I think the key as an individual is really being aware of what projects you're aligned to and how each of the sections really play into your overall professional goals. For example, if you're a leader, you'll use the chart differently than if you're an individual contributor. And if you have three projects compared to 13 projects, you'll start to see trends happening. And it really is a tool for you to identify, am I in the right place? Am I working on the right work? Or do I need to make small adjustments this year and going forward so I get more exposure, more access, and more experience. So let me know how you use the chart. And if you have any questions or ideas, or you want to change the chart around, I hope you do so. So I look forward to seeing you here again next time. And thank you so much for joining me on this journey. 